motherness is killing peeps. People, she gets dotty to say pussy, say pussy. White after Labor Day, she'll lose her mind. Recycling sorted so fine. I I acquit Beverly of her crimes. Hey. Yeah. yeah. So what was that from? Uh, hit me, baby, one more time. Oh, Jesus. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and welcome to the Nostalgia Killers podcast, where we revisit films from our youth to see if they still hold up or should be inserted into the great DVD player in the sky. Welcome, everybody. I am Luke Loaned, joined, as usually, almost always, by Chuck Starzinski. Hi, it is I. I am still here. And once again, the fabulous Taylor Differender. Thank you. Hi. And for this week, we watched, uh, for Mother's Day... Happy Mommy Day. Happy Mother's Day. Serial mm-hmm. Mom. Life doesn't have to be ugly. Look at the birds out there. Listen to their call. Oui. Oui. This is the story of Beverly Sutphin. Scramble eggs, anybody? A devoted mother. I'm so happy I could chip. You know how I hate the brown word. A loving wife. You think the kids are awake? We could be very quiet. I'm ready! Honey, you're hot tonight. And a suspected murderer. Oh, kids, are you doing your homework? How did America's number one mom turn into one of America's most wanted? Is she really guilty? Are you a serial killer? Chip, the only serial I know anything about is Rice Krispies. Is she the only one with a motive? Believe that damn litter bugger. Give her a happy face. Or is there someone else? I'm stood up. I'll kill that jerk. With an axe to grind. Now I'll never get a boyfriend. Meanwhile, this small Baltimore suburb keeps getting smaller and smaller. It's been a crazy day, hasn't it? Savoy Pictures asks the burning question, Is your wife mental? Is Beverly Sutphin just a sweet suburban housewife? Well, I don't know what it is about today, but I feel great. Cookie? Or is she... Serial Mom. Cool. Is she in a band? Kathleen Turner, Sam Waterston, and Ricky Lake. Serial Mom. Every woman wants to be wanted. Just not for murder one. Beverly, I've read all about this. Is it menopause? She's the perfect all-American parent, a great cook and homemaker, a devoted recycler, and a woman who will literally kill to keep her children happy. And that she does. (laughs) (laughs) This is also uh, our first initiation episode because Taylor did not has not seen this film before studying it for this. We got a control group for this one. Yeah, we do. It's it's science. We're, we're doing science, people. <laughs> My hypothesis is that you'll like this movie. Well, I loved it. Hey! <laughs> oh, my God. It's so nice when, you know, the scientific method works. <laughs> uh, so, Chuck, why don't you go ahead and describe um, your nostalgic connection to this film? Yeah. Uh, this was my first John Waters movie ever. Ooh. Oh. Yeah, Um, I must have been like 12 or 13 when I first saw it. Um, My mom would just rent things from the video store all the time. Uh, You know, obviously 
get a say occasionally, but you mm-hmm. know, I'm still a child, don't have a ton of free will. Uh, but she would just, you know, go be like, oh yeah, I popped in the video store, rented a bunch of stuff. And I vividly remember her just cracking up while watching this. <laughs> she loves this movie. It's definitely like in her comedic wheelhouse. Nice. Like my mom is definitely where I get my like more darker sense of humor from for sure. Sure. Um, but yeah, I loved it too. I bought a used VHS copy of it at the thrift store when I was a teenager and just watched it on repeat. Yeah, I've loved it ever since. It's also, I don't know. Might be my favorite John Waters movie. Um, it's like neck and neck, though. It's like, it's, I think it has to be Cecil B. Demented, just because I have a softer spot for that one. But this one's so fucking good. This is up there. Yeah. And yeah. He's, he's even said this is his favorite film that he's Yeah, ever exactly. And I was like, oh, if Johnny Boy likes it that much, maybe <laughs> I like it that much, too. Yeah. Uh, for me, this was an uh, awkward family home rental. So yes. with my father and stepmother, they rented it at the store, not knowing what it was. So all three of us sat down to ha- have a nice family weekend with popcorn and watch Serial Mom. I feel like that's like John Waters' actual dream and vision. Yeah. He's, like, it, he's such a diehard fuck with the audience and fuck with the social norm kind of thing. Yeah. And my, my parents, my father and stepmother, were they knew who John Waters was. They may have liked it. Um, I, the, the biggest thing I recall is the awkwardness of the loud sex scene and the <laughs> masturbation scene. Oh, yeah. Having to sit through that with your parents is really fucking traumatizing. Oh, How yeah. old were you? Uh, 15. 15. So this, this came out in 94. I think I watched it in 95. When we, where was it? we were able to rent it. So Yeah, one of the most. This is total like non sequitur, but just on that topic of awkward sex scenes and your parents. Um my first memory of that and like just being like, Oh, I hate this. I hate everything about this. Um, (laughs) was, uh, really wanted to go see not another teen movie, which is like a spoof parody in the vein of like airplane or scary movie or something Mm -hmm. like that. But for, you know, um, coming of age movies and teen comedies and all that kind of stuff and going in, not knowing exactly how graphic it was going to be. Oh yeah. (laughs) I'm remembering now. Yeah. (laughs) No, which I mean, like that's on me. I should have known, but I was like, I was a teenager. Like I wasn't super young, but I was like probably like 15 or 16 or something when it came out. And it was just like, so it was still like, okay, I can't get into this R rated movie alone. Right. My mom was like, Oh, that looks funny as hell. Like I'll go see it with you. And it was me and my mom and like maybe like one other guy like way up front, just like a dead, dead theater and just like watching graphic sex with the woman that birthed you. And I was just like, oh, sorry, mom. Yeah. Sorry for rehashing that one. Uh, Happy Mother's Mother's Day. Mother's Day. (laughs) One of our few listeners. We just lost her. (laughs) For me, this is the most tame John Waters movie. He's he's the the uh, I, don't, I don't have a good name for him but he's like the master of filth oh yeah and, and perversion oh, yeah. you think it's think more tame than crybaby i don't remember that one that much mm. there are two john waters there are very much this is two the john tame Water. this is the tamest of like road a john waters because there's like john waters either makes like purposely disgusting filthy yeah. grimy just like trying to make the audience vomit and feel <laughs> something very visceral and then he also is like fucking loves musicals yeah he's just Hair, like there's, a, there's hairspray and then yeah, eating, eating love, real dog shit exactly right. no there's and there's no there's like rarely any in between you and that's don't what know this what one you're is. gonna get exactly yeah. yeah there's that and then for this for me 
even when I first watched it, it was so great to see so many straight laced actors playing this absurd movie, this satire. And it was just amazing. Kathleen Turner. It's brilliant. Oh. Well, yeah. And then I, I didn't realize this, but she actually has like a long comedic film history. She, she bounces back and forth between she's great in drama mm-hmm. and she has great comedic timing and she's perfect in this film. Oh yeah. I can't imagine anyone else tr- right? attempting this than yeah. her. Yeah. So what did you, so uh, as you're, as you're just watching I, it, what yeah. did you? I watched it for the first time last night and I just had so much fun. I was just laughing <laughs> and screaming the whole time and yeah, I was like, I can't believe I haven't seen There's actually quite a few John Waters movies that I haven't seen, and this has like sparked that love again. So sure. I think I'm going to delve in to, to more John Waters. Oh, if you uh, want to have a John Waters thing, I'm into it. it. I'm yeah. done. I, there's do like, I think we can get him on the fucking podcast. Maybe. I mean, <laughs> if, if we do, we got to get him on soon because he's getting up there. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's also like, yeah, that's something I've never gone to, um, but he hosts a like, punk and like doo-wop festival every yeah. year in oakland mm-hmm. yeah i went uh last year it was a lot of fun yeah yeah well bikini kill was playing so like i had to go mm. yeah nice <laughs> um yeah that that covers my nostalgia for this i mean i just love it i, I will watch it i watched it three times for studying this and then i'll watch it again tomorrow probably I don't know. oh yeah no this was like it's one of those it's oh god dick it goes it gets better every time and it goes down so smooth it's yeah. just one of those where it's like the entire time i was like squealing with joy and just like even if i like haven't seen i haven't seen it in a few years and so it's just like as we're coming up i'm bits and like remembering the beats of it and like oh yes yes okay okay we're there we're there perfect because like you know your brain just kind of like will every now and then just like tweak where you're like oh it's like why haven't they gone to the like you know flea market yet what's go oh because right. okay now it's the flea market okay now i'm excited i'm so excited i think i might well we'll see i'm gonna i might ask my mom tomorrow or no sunday is mother's day i might ask her if she wants to watch it with yeah, me nice i asked her if she <laughs> watched awesome. it today and she, she remembered it only slightly but i think she would have a good time watching it. right on yeah <laughs> it's awesome <laughs> now let's move on to uh most nostalgic or favorite scenes yeah, I was going to say, um, do you want to start this one off, Taylor, since it was your first time oh. seeing it? And like, you know, just if there's anything that you're like, oh, I just saw this for the first time. And holy shit, that is, you know, the best part of the movie. I don't know if there was like a limit to oh, how no, many. No. I think we'll probably try to rein it in a little <laughs> yeah, bit. We'll sure. figure it out. Yeah, we can edit it out. Yeah, just be it. like, wrap we it up, have, Taylor. Probably have a lot of the same ones anyway. <laughs> yeah. so. I, I loved every bit of this movie. Like the beginning with the fly, like I'm immediately hooked into this like weird family. And um, you know that something's off with Kathleen Turner with Beverly for sure. <laughs> that first prank call is so fun because she's just like so giddy. She's like a little kid. Ugh. I love it. I love the way she says pussy. That's that's my number one. That's my number one too. Yeah, Yeah. just the crank all phones. Like she's having so much goddamn fun with this entire movie. That's when I knew it was a different kind of movie. Yeah, I I was. I was just kind of letting it go the first time I watched it, and when I saw that, I was like, "Oh, it's this." Yes. Fuck yes, I'm in. My favorite, yeah, my favorite bit in the entire movie is just her constant psychotic, just. Ooh, like sociopathic, just evil, <laughs> malicious torturing of Dottie Hinkle. Yes. Oh, That's yeah. It. That's my favorite thing about this entire movie. Pussy yes. My, I think probably my favorite scene is when she's in uh, Rosemary's house. And to, to start off, they're watching Joan Rivers, who iconic, love mm-hmm. her so much. Uh, so that little cameo was great. And she... 
she's hosting her own show called Serial Hags. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is amazing. It's like Serial Hags, women who love men who mutilate. <laughs> amazing. And then when Beverly just taunting Dottie and like, what are those pussy willows? And Dottie's face. And then um, yeah, immediately smashing the Fabergé egg. It's like, ugh. Oh, Dottie's had a little too much to drink. Dottie didn't mean to break it, did you, Dottie? Like, just <laughs> yeah. so condescending and no. just awful. It's so good. And I love that it's all over a parking space. I love that you get the flashes yeah. of, like, what yeah. causes her malicious intent. Oh, yeah. yeah. I didn't realize that that was, like, a flashback. I just thought it that was the next scene. And then I was like, oh, no, this is the whole reason. No, no I'm going to make this woman's existence a living hell because... I got to save Mart first, and she just cut me. Yeah, which, you know, I get. Yeah. That's the, <laughs> that's the one thing that knocks down the uh, the sociopath hypothesis, mm-hmm. or the, the psychopath hypothesis, oh, is that yeah. everything she does is based on revenge. Yeah. There's something else going on there. There's a reason behind yeah. what she's doing. It's, it's not random. Yeah. She's it's going with conviction, gruesome. you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh god yeah just since we're already talking about it i just want to yeah is, it, is this the cocksucker residence yeah <laughs> is this two three one pussy lane yeah. <laughs> i love that she like two, call, one, two fuck you <laughs> i love that she calls her back pretending to be a woman from the phone company yeah, like, yeah, yeah. ma'am you're in hysterics we yeah. we're here to help it's like, what has she been saying? And it's like, <laughs> I'll send the mouth on your yellow whore. <laughs> just, like, just instantly gets right back into it. And this is like, speaks to Kathleen Turner's like, just beautiful comedic timing yes. and acting abilities. Like she just yes. turns on a dime with that bit too. It's so <laughs> fucking good. It gets me every time. Like, honestly, yeah, I could just watch basically um, like a crank yankers slash like jerky boys level Kathleen Turner terrorizing and harassing people for an hour and a half movie. Yeah, me too. I don't think I can get enough. Uh, Well, the flea market scene, obviously. Yeah, that's my next one too. The, uh, the, uh, I don't know what animal's liver was on the poker, but that, that for me is like stuck in my mind. (laughs) Oh yeah. Um, And then the, the reaction to it is just, ew. Yeah. Immediately (laughs) grossed out. It's not a dead human lying here on the floor. It's like, oh, there's something stuck on my stick. That's also something that, like, not necessarily, I might be jumping the gun here, but, like, an amazing thing. And, like, actually, no, I'm just going to bite my tongue. I'm going to put a pin in it because we might get to it later. Okay. I'm going to try, try and stick to the new script here. Try and stick to the new mythology. Of the, <laughs> metho- yeah, the method of it. Oh, good. Okay. No, that, that murder in the bathroom is just fantastic. It might be, well... Might be my favorite murder. I think it, I, that's that's a whole category we should have had for this. Uh, honestly, yeah, it, it's hard to pick though. I yeah, but I love what you just said. Like how she's immediately grossed out, <laughs> and my favorite part is her flushing the urinal afterwards. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. like she ha- she can't let that stand. You know. Yeah, yeah. No, at the end, yeah, at the end of the day, it's like we're murdering for common decency. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like not only was he rude to my daughter, but like ew, he didn't flush. Exactly. The oh. nerve. This whole film uh, reminds me of a time before cell phones and caller ID. <laughs> you could get away with so much shit. Oh, yeah. Back in the day. Mm-hmm. Like, how did you yeah. feel watching it? Like, is, I mean, is it completely abnormal or? No, because this is like. I know you watch kinda... older movies all the time, but. Well, I grew up without 
like cell phone. I mean, I guess we didn't have caller ID and the only way to find out who was calling was like star, star 69. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's going to set off some nostalgia for people. I know. Like, <laughs> yeah. Beverly's definitely star 67. For sure. She's just like, no, we're hiding this one. Tracy Lords. Tracy Lords. Oh, Love yeah. her. Yeah. Love her so much. I was so, I, I squealed with excitement when she came onto the scene in the market. I, was I like, didn't yes! recognize her. Oh really? Yeah. I completely like, I, I don't know if it was the hair, if it was a wig or whatever, but yeah. Did not recognize her at all until I saw the credits. Again, having so much goddamn fun. Like, just like you can tell John Waters is just like, I need you to be the bimboist bimbo that ever bimbo. (laughs) And she's like, say no more, John. (laughs) Uh, I love the the line of police cars, like following the the family vehicle. That's just something that was so goofy. Little details like that. It's just so, so good. What a shtick. Um, oh man, it's just oh, oh the church scene sneezing on the baby. I know. I that's sneezing <laughs> on a baby has to be the greatest way to start a pandemonium thing. slash like get out of being arrested. Basically, everyone's yeah. tense already. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. <laughs> oh, I didn't expect it to go that far. Like, and I loved the like loogie that was hocked on uh-huh. the baby it was, it was substantial it was, yes. yeah yeah and everyone's just like okay it just chaos i would have freaked out if that was on me like yeah not, not even just <laughs> <Yeah>. a baby <laughs> yeah. like, well, i would have started screaming and running around <laughs> yeah. the 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 punk venue l7 playing oh yeah, fuck, yeah. holy fucking this, shit this camel intru- lips this introduced me to l7 and i <gasps> they're still one of my favorite bands of they're all time. so good i love them so much yeah. i was so excited Bricks are heavy yeah loved it it made it made sense did you see their uh, documentary? I didn't. It's good. <gasps> Ooh, okay. It's it's on YouTube, I think. It used to be on Netflix, but it's now on YouTube. And it's like, you get to hang out with them, and it's awesome. Fuck yeah. Yeah. And you just get, get to listen to their music right. all over again, which is fucking amazing. Yeah. Insert clip of Loud 7 right here. Yay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when I was a little 17, sneaking into the punk rock bars, John Waters was such a big part of the punk rock scene in Chicago. You know, so to be in a John Waters movie was like, what? He said he liked our attitude and our politics. He said, I don't care what it sounds like. I don't care what the lyrics are. I just want it to be called Gas Chamber. And so we wrote it in character as Camel Lips. Right at the crotch was a prosthetic lady parts. The outer badge area was on the outside of the pants. I mean, how could you not love those pants? They're just obscene in all the right ways. And they they wrote the song with John Waters, Gas Chamber, for the movie. Yeah. Nice. I didn't know that. As Camel Lips. Yeah, as Camel Lips. Yeah, Camel Lips. Lips. The prosthetic, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, giant prosthetic labias. Just so good. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it was so good. And the, the scene itself was great. It's just... It's chaotic. There's so a fun. dude on fire. Yes. And then it ends up with her at the front. Uh, you know, mission mission accomplished. She's just having a good time. She turns around and smiles at her family. I know. So good. <laughs> it does put the put the finger in her ears like, oh, it's so loud. Yeah. Didn't she did she put her fingers in her husband's ears to or did I imagine that? Did I I think it's just her ears. Just yeah, her at least ears. Because they they never actually come together. Yeah, um, I do love. I, I, sorry, I'm, I only watched it once, and I wrote my I wrote weird <laughs> notes, and I was like, "Did that happen?" 
<laughs> well, the the courtroom scene really, truly amazing. Yeah. But I'm sure you guys have a lot more to say about it. I just loved how she's wooing the jury. Oh, yeah. That, Play, playing the jury. That for was sure. so much fun. Yeah. Um, but my... I'll I'll end it with my probably my second my I can't call anything my favorite scene oh, yeah. but like don't worry about it. really up there is basically just the ending of this film where she kills Patty Hearst <laughs> in the, the phone booth. Yeah. I loved that moment. I like screamed out loud. I was like, she's gonna kill Patty Hearst, and the, <laughs> like everything that's said when fashion she's just has changed. Yeah, please, no, fashion hasn't. has changed. Yes. Didn't your mother ever tell you not to wear white after Labor Day? Yes. <laughs> And those shoes weren't white by the end. Oh yeah, I don't know. Took care of that. Yeah, I really liked the. Uh, there's a there's a brief moment of mother and son bonding over gore. Yes, films, where yeah. she sits down with her her son Chip and they rewind to watch <laughs> a bloody part of a movie after after she kicks out all the other kids. Blood yeah. feast, to be yeah. specific. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so good. Yep. Um, yeah, just really quick back on the courtroom scene. Like I just love that entire. Oh god, that entire bit. Like just. Going from pleading insanity to representing yourself. Yeah. And then also, yeah. like, while your uh, lawyer is like defending you and making his opening remarks, you're like noticing the woman in white after Labor Day and like writing a giant sign on the legal pad, like, you need to get Juror Seven the fuck out of here. She's weird. Yeah. <laughs> that's the, that's like one of the best parts for me is like, what's he supposed to do? Exactly. The jury's already been selected. Yeah. <laughs> he can't get rid of her. He can't walk over and kill her. <laughs> she wants to do that. And like everything she does in that scene is so smart and specific too. Like just like breaking Dottie, yeah, like to make Dottie out to be the so fun. person who's just you know, uh, spool exploding with expletives and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Putting suspic- suspicion, if I could speak, Jesus Christ, putting suspicion on Rosemary. Being like, oh, hey, that's, that's what I wrote down as one of my favorites is that Rosemary as a as a key witness is taken down completely by the jury judging her and whether or not she recycles. Yeah. Oh, I love it. That's, <laughs> so that's, good. The, that's the, like the pinnacle of satire and absurdity that's in this film. Yeah. It's like, she's just, just completely destroyed by a non-lawyer. Getting Mr. Pickle, the glory hole pervert to drop <laughs> his entire testimony just by like kind of showing some leg and crotch and be like, ah. Yeah. Yes. Like, I didn't see anything. It's like, <laughs> I lied under oath. I, uh, uh. I just said it because you told me so. Exactly. <laughs> and then like, yeah, I love everyone's like, and then just like, I love that the family sticks by her the entire time throughout the film. And then at the end, they're like, you know what? We're going oh, yeah. to make a buck off this too. Like they're selling her story. Yes. T-shirts. Yep. Chips got like, yeah, everything worked out with agents. Yep. Who's the producer? They're like, and she's not guilty and they're all a little concerned. Yeah. They're like, oh, she's coming home. What are we going to do? It's like, not make her mad. Well, we're going to have to rewrite this script, Susan Summers, which that's one of my favorites yeah. too. It's like, they take, like, it's, I think it's like the last shot of the whole movie is like, they're getting a photo with Suzanne Summers and it's like, you're blocking my good side, yeah. Susan, after she's clearly she's like, not my good side. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly murdered juror number seven, too. It's just like, oh. Yeah, I don't know if you've got another one, Luke, but another scene that we didn't touch on that's one of my favorites, mm-hmm. um, the garbage men scene. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. 
just yeah, when she is speaking to the garbage men and like they're like oh yeah like we love you you've got everything sorted everything's yep. washed out i love that she walks up with two like little airplane bottles of whiskey too she's like, got them in a cupboard yeah. exactly yeah just a little treat boys you know <laughs> it might be like 9 a.m but you boys been working since five here yeah <laughs> take a break take a load off <laughs> yeah i know those guys are great um i don't have anything else uh, if you're ready to move on, if you mm-hmm. got some more. No, those are my favorite scenes. Um, I don't know, worst scenes. Uh, yeah, I've only got I've only got two, and they're like nitpicks. They're not even like this movie's amazing. Like I can't bash this movie. Same. It's we're we're gushing on this one. It's I didn't write exactly. anything. Yeah. Okay. I was like, I That's don't fine. think there's a bad scene. Yeah. Do you have any Luke? Um. No. I, um. Not so much scenes. Well, other I I did rewrite down the watching the parents' sex scene and the masturbation <laughs> scene as yeah. as a 15 year old with your parents. <laughs> Uh, I wish I could forget that. Oh, At least yeah. it's so campy and goofy. So, yeah, you know, <laughs> it is. Yeah, but I remember I remember that a lot as a kid, though. Like all the films we did watch, and like inevitably there's a sex scene because yeah. that has to be in films, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was just always awkward, like sitting next to your dad, and like people get it on on t- on the screen, and. Uh, but the other thing I wrote down, which I'm, I'm changing, because I, I rewatched it again today, and I changed my mind. What I wrote down was Ricky Lake. <gasps> I love Ricky I Lake. I love Ricky Lake. I I hated Ricky Lake. I, I wanted to write down, I didn't like her in this film, because it, it's of all the other people overplaying their cards, she was she seemed to like just barely meet them. But I rewatched it, and she does so good. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yay! Yeah. I'm I feel so like, glad you feel that way. <laughs> yeah, I, I still hate her because of what she turned into. I guess I honestly only really know her from John Waters movies. So I yeah, she, be, she became yeah. the Joan Rivers talk show host that had. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, she had a bad like uh, exploitive you, like Jenny Jones kind of yeah. like oh, yeah. Maury and it was like style I remember talk show. her as a talk show host, but mm. I never watched it, so I was kind of like, oh, was, whatever. Yeah, there's that uh that one song by that one punk group. I'll, I'll, I'll play it here. Okay, yeah, like, yeah. I was like, <laughs> but you can always go on Ricky Lake is in their, in their lyrics. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, you're talking about, oh, The Offspring, Pretty Fly offspring, for a White Guy. That's what it is. Oh. Yep. <laughs> hey, hey, do that like, better took me, Yeah, took yeah. me a second. Um, yeah, I mean, Ricky Lake, for me growing up, she was just the lowest of the low. Okay. She, yeah. she turned into, I don't know. Uh, she had, well, they, you know, obviously they had to compete with Maury Povich, you know, Donahue. And and Jerry Springer yeah. of, of all people, so right. it was just like if she kept on acting, I would be like I would have a different opinion. She's great in this sure. movie. Sure. Oh yeah. But we don't the, have to go beyond this movie to talk about her. No, and that's the thing with Ricky Lake too is like I grew up watching, you know, like I mean not actively watching it, but watching it because I didn't have cable or anything like that. Um, but like watch the Ricky Lake show occasionally, and like oh yeah, this is hot trash. But <laughs> yeah. it wasn't until I was like. 12 or 13 when i got introduced to john waters I was like oh it's like she's an actress yeah she has like a filmography <clears throat> holy shit and she's yeah. not that bad yeah it's like her and mink stole are like his two like yeah. mm-hmm. i am going to put these women in everything i make <laughs> and they're both every time they uh, deliver yep yeah 100 percent. yeah rewatching it today I, I paid specific attention to that and i was like nope i was wrong She's great in this. Yeah, she's just like the perfect horny teen. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the selfish horny teen. The, yeah, who's just like, oh, like, you know, just making eyes at everybody, mm-hmm. which I love, but yeah. also like kind of insecure, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I, I don't know. 
I, lo- I yeah. love I love it. She's like the Tina Belcher of this movie. Yeah, yeah. truly. Yeah. yeah, that's actually <laughs> very accurate. Yeah, for um, worst scenes, it's and again, they're like nitpicks. They're not even bad scenes. Yeah, yeah, totally. For me, it's my worst one is like I will defend the uh, parental sex scene. I think that bit is fucking hilarious. Oh, yeah, like, it is. It is hilarious. I was just like my her, ass off. like just being so like just <laughs> absolutely turned on and just like oh, from like murder <laughs> and just like feeding into her whole bit that you know she's this oh she's a fucking monster like oh, yeah. um, and she's also <laughs> literally a fucking monster because yeah. Um, yeah. Sam Worthington got to, you know, he got to work out there. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, the Scotty jacking off scene, it just goes on too long. It, like it that should have yeah. been like a butumch bit. Yeah. Like it should have been like a, oh no, she's going to kill him. Like while he's most vulnerable. And then like, it's not played correctly. Like it should have just been like a, we see he's about to do that. We see her sneaking in the house. And then it should have been like a, oh no, she's killing the neighbors. Because, like, instead, yeah. it's, like, it just is this it's, long, yeah. long buildup. And then, like, he gets busted by the his family. entire, yeah. yeah, his friend's entire family and the police. Yeah. When it should have been, like, we think we have, we think we've got Beverly on the ropes kind of thing. And then it's, like, but you see her killed in, you know, the other couple. Like, and that's an amazing scene. It's comical and it's great. Yeah. But it's, like, it by seeing her do that entire thing, you're, like, oh, well, okay, well, they're just going to bust in on a kid jacking off. <laughs> um and then I really like the camel lip scene and I think that whole thing is fun but Scotty getting murdered like on stage and everyone cheering <laughs> it like doesn't fit the rest of it cuz like the movie's pretty like it's very John Waters so yeah. it fits that but like the rest of the movie's pretty freaking grounded so it's just weird that it's like okay like everyone's just super cuz every other murder she's committed is like the most heinous atrocious thing that's happened Aside from, like, I guess the kids. So I guess they're saying the youth is cool with murder. Scotty was going to talk, man. He was. Oh, he had to go. He watched her kill. Uh, oh, that's something I'll talk about later. But yeah. Yeah. And then like, yeah. But then it's like, it's again, like, why is the lead singer of the Camel Lips just like, ah, yeah, let's pour some like, you know, 100 proof schnapps on this. And like, yeah. It's a good show. It's a good awesome. show. No, I know. I know. It's fun. And it's a good bit. And again, this is still like, it's great. not a bad scene. It's a great fucking scene. But no, it's I see like, what you're talking about. The only, it's one of the only scenes that you're like, oh, this like takes me out of the movie a little bit. Yeah. With Scotty, uh, do you guys think he looks like Will Wheaton? Oh, that's that's a bit ironic because Will Wheaton was supposed to be in this movie. Yeah. So, wait, really? Yeah. yeah. As, Are you as, kidding as, me? As, as Chip, he was supposed to play Chip. Shut the fuck. <laughs> but no, he looks a lot Shut like him. He does look like. like I Will could Wheaton, not though. look at Scotty without thinking Will Wheaton, and then when I think of Will Wheaton, I think of Wesley Crusher, and I uh-huh. was just like, so honestly, the even though the Jackoff scene, I had, I thought it was really fun because it was so fucking absurd. <laughs> yeah. But I also felt a little bit uncomfortable because I'm like, that's Wesley Crusher, even though it wasn't. You oh know? yeah. Well, that's the thing too. Is like, and I'm not knocking the Jackoff scene too. It's a fun scene. It's a good bit. It's just one of those things where it's like, yeah. It, these are like just nitpicky kind of like long. bad scene stuff of like, yeah, dude, just cut one minute out of that. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Oh, we're, we're here to destroy anything yeah. you like, Taylor. So. <laughs> uh. Wow. I I can't believe that Will Wheaton was supposed to be in this yeah. movie. Yeah, it was, it was the right time. Oh, man. I love him. Uh, ready to move on? Yeah. Actually, I just took a sip. So that'll uh, there you go. go flow right uh, into it. Um. So this movie's cocktail, or mocktail, it's a cocktail, don't worry, um, <laughs> don't is a worry. blood orange Collins in honor of Beverly, a classic easy drinking spritzer with a gory twist, ounce and a half of gin, three quarters ounce of lemon, three quarters ounce of simple syrup, 
three quarters ounce of blood orange juice, which is fucking expensive. So I didn't do that. This is actually a full, this is a lie. Um, <laughs> we're doing a, uh, used blueberries because, you know, it gives it the same color. It's fine. It's, it, you get it. You get the bit. It's still delicious. <laughs> Served over ice and topped with soda water. The That's blood orange Collins. Very nice. It's lovely. It's love delicious. It. And now let's take a break. All right. All right, we're back. Um, starting with Act Two, the evidence board, the the facts, trivia, and I think nitpicks. Yeah, and a little casting what ifs, you yeah. know. Yeah. So this film was uh, released in April '94. It cost thirteen million. It made about eight. Oh, it bombed. Did not hard. do good. But I would not expect this film to appeal to anybody who isn't already a John Waters fan or into like films like this. Yeah, no, who's turning out for like this on a, you know, Friday night with, you know. no fucking way. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, written and directed by John Waters. John Waters. Um, As far as like fun trivia stuff, uh, Michael Douglas actively tried to talk Kathleen Turner out of taking this part. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, no, this is going to kill your career. Don't do it. Like, don't associate yourself with this pervert. Like, it's not a good idea. That's funny. I didn't see that. Um, But it's it's starring Kathleen Turner. Again, like I, I wasn't aware of her entire catalog, but she does bounce back and forth between comedy and drama extremely well. She was in The Man with Two Brains with... um, Martin, no, Stephen. Steve Martin. Steve Martin. Yeah, we know people. (laughs) Martin Stephen, yeah. Everybody's favorite. She's uh, Jessica Rabbit in Roger Rabbit, The Voice. Oh, my God. That just, okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yep. (laughs) Um, She's a a terrific actor, voice actor. She's got a great voice. Oh, yeah. And then uh, as her husband, Sam Waterston, playing apparently against... Uh, casting like he's not he's not normally in these kinds of films he's normally yeah. like yeah his biggest thing is he's I don't know personally his biggest thing to me is like law and order basically right. yeah I thought so it was yeah like more serious films exactly and then uh, we've got Ricky Lake Matthew Lillard this is his first on screen yeah no, like his first really? I don't know if it's his first on screen but it's at least his he, first like he, he big did, he did a like, voice for, for a movie right before this but he's his, okay. his first like on screen acting and brought on by Kathleen Turner no way. Wow. She she noticed him. Uh, yeah, I don't have the whole story, but she she like fought for him, and he and that was the supposed to be the Will Wheaton part. I mean, I think they made the right. <clears throat> oh, fuck yeah. they made a great as much choice, as I'd yeah. love to Matt, see Will Wheaton in this movie. I feel like I already did because they had a look alike. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, like you know, what would have happened to poor Matthew Lillard had he uh, not gotten this? As you know, got Matt, his foot in the door. Who knows? Um, but like, there was this, and then he jumped right in, almost right into Hackers, and mm-hmm. then almost ironically into Scream. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then senseless, you know, it's pretty funny. And then for me, like this is like I don't know if we can't call it an apex mountain, but like this his greatest performance is SLC Punk for me. Yeah, totally same. And like and then he went on to do Scooby Doo. I was gonna say only paralleled like by yeah. Shaggy. Yeah. Oh gosh. <laughs> but like once you once you do what he did in SLC Punk, you can do whatever the fuck you want. I agree. For the rest of your life. And now he plays D and D on Twitter, and I fucking love it. Good for him. Yeah. Yep. Mink stole Mary Jo Catlett. Yeah. She's so good. Rosemary. Mm-hmm. Rosemary. Yeah, the, the neighbors are great. Yeah, every yep. every side. I don't know. I'm just a side character whore, personally. Like, <laughs> it's just, I'm always like, I mean, yeah, the leads, you know, they got a lot of work to do. But it's like, if you can get me with some good character actors, that's all I want in a movie. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, speaking of which, there's a real Dottie Henkel. Did you know that? I did read a little bit that about yeah. that. There's, this money, this movie costs so much fucking money to make. 
because of all the, all the, of the silly l- shit John Waters wanted to do with it. Exactly. No, like, uh, yeah, cost uh, thirteen million and. $60,000 of that went to clear the Annie song tomorrow. <laughs> and the royalties were spiked and like abnormally high due to the copyright holders having a sheer hatred for Waters and his movies. Yep. They were like, no, we're not. Oh, you want to use it? 60 grand. And, and this is why I respect him so much. Yeah. The he, commitment and yes. that, honestly, I, I didn't mention it, but that was one of my favorite moments for sure. I was crying. <laughs> I love it. I'm getting beaten to death with a leg of lamb, yes. too. I, I have that coming up later. Yeah. Some questions about that. Um, I also have yes, that uh, John Waters uh, is uncredited. He plays the voice of Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy, yeah. When uh, her husband's like going through and finding the serial killer book and like all this kind of stuff, and he does, it's like he does a really sad Ted Bundy. It's so, it's so lonely here in death row. <laughs> oh, babe. Oh, I love Thanks it. for always reaching out. Oh, it's so good. I guess the Christmas card in her scrapbook too is an actual John Wayne Gacy uh-huh. Christmas card too. Like he hand painted it in prison. Yep, that's like the. <laughs> it's an authentic piece of memorabilia in the yeah. film. God bless John Waters. That's yeah. <laughs> um, that's all I have for that. Yeah, you mentioned L Seven playing Camelips. Kind of yeah. The, the this was a very thin round of uh, fun facts and trivia on this yeah, one. Really, I couldn't find shit on really this movie. Hard, really hard to find stuff on this film. Uh, the usual suspects. We don't have any that I can tell. We no. Any, we and these are uh, actors and crew from previously reviewed films. Any connections? You know, it usually happens a lot, but uh, for this, there's like. Everybody's either just starting out or they just work for John Waters. Yeah. So there's no. So until we do another John Waters movie, then it's like, holy it's pretty, shit. It's pretty Divine's much. Divine's yeah. in this one too? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Who'd have thought? Uh, let's go on to nitpicks. Uh, thanks, I hate it. I did have one thing. Oh, what'd you have? That, well, I I think this is true. You might have to fact check me, but uh, Kim McGuire, who did. She's the one, she's like crowd surfs. She, she like jumps off the stage in the 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 camelips okay scene and she's you know she's been in some john waters movies she's she was in crybaby she plays hatchet face oh Oh, yeah that's hatchet face yeah yeah oh my god yeah at least that's what i read i could could be wrong but i believe it i mean he just like yeah he gets his people back just threw her in there yeah Yeah. yeah. i feel like well also once you do a john waters movie you're like uh, acting stupid. Why can't I just go hang out with John Waters? Yeah. You're like, hey man, you got it. It's like, oh, I'll be an extra. Yeah, I'll show up in crowd surf. Like, oh, I get to hang out with L Seven, and they have giant fake vaginas. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> I'll be a crowd surfer. Fuck it. <laughs> um, for yeah, the nitpicks thing, I I don't really have much. I just you know, it's a John Waters movie. Like, is like I know it's like shitty to use that as a defense for stuff, but it's like ah, there's just you know that's kind of his thing. Yeah. Is he goes for like low ball and tasteless and stuff like that. The only real thing. That's like a nitpick is it's in the courtroom scene and it's when Beverly is trying to, uh, you know, make her case and look everyone who's accusing her of murder and crime look low and terrible. Sure. She uses a copy of the porno mag Chicks with Dicks uh, to slur against the chief investigator. Sure. Which is like. That, that came up on, my, on mine as well, but I have a, a question about that. Yeah. If it's if it's. So you, so John Waters is a, a gay icon, exactly filmmaker. If the joke is coming from that side, oh yeah, no, it's totally. Like, I think it's totally fine. It was just like, it's. I guess my problem with it is just that it's like, oh, okay, he's using 
like a trans porno mag to like be like, oh, look at this weirdo. There's no way this guy's fit to be the chief of police. Right. Which is like, and that's kind of one of the things that helps get her off. You're right. Yeah. But that being said, John Waters is all about chicks with dicks, man. That's like his, that's his meat and potatoes. He loves that stuff. I get the idea that he had to fight to get those kinds of jokes into the movie. Like the, the Will Wheaton masturbation scene. The which is what I'm calling call 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 it. He's got a blanket on <laughs> the entire sorry, time, Will. and he's just jumping around underneath it, which is <laughs> yeah. like, I, I'm pretty sure John Waters wanted, like, not that. But what a missed opportunity, by the way. Still on that jack off <laughs> scene. Um, if he would have actually gotten Will Wheaton to play that character, mm-hmm. could call that scene Cream of Wheat. Oh. oh. You can cut that one out if you want. Oh, no. <laughs> we're, we're it's Jaden. Okay, okay. That's the title of the episode There you now. go, Cream of Wheat. <laughs> uh, you got anything else? No, I mean, literally, like I said, you know, it's one of those, uh, I don't want to sound like a fucking boomer, but it's like, if you got a problem with this, anything in this movie, like, you got a problem with me, pal. That's right. John Waters, all right? <laughs> <laughs> he's one of America's greatest filmmakers, and he's a staple. <laughs> you got anything, Taylor? Yeah, but I don't remember who says it and why. I just, I just, again, I just wrote down the quote. Hey, try us. I've only seen hey, it once. So I've I seen kind it a million times. Forgot. Um, someone says, "I just love Bill Cosby pictures." Oh yeah, <laughs> but that, that's like before we knew I what was know. going down. Oh, yeah, I that know was, that was that's the, more the, of a didn't dog, age right? well. Yeah. You know, I oh, think yeah, it was yeah. more supposed to be like, oh, like this wholesome bitch or whatever. Exactly. But it, it's instead, it's like, like, ooh, it just. It just didn't age well because you never know. Yeah, you know, because that happened. Yep. Yeah. Uh, for me, there's some. It's called sourcey lighting. It's like you can see the source of a lot of the fake lights mm-hmm. on the, like the backlights on people, and that just stands out to me because it look, it makes it look like a daytime TV show rather than a film. But that's like a stupid nitpick, and it's I, I have something later on to that, that kind of uh, defeats this. But I just, I just wrote that down. I also feel like just you know again just to defend if you. you you don't like Mr. Waters, Defend. you can get out. Um, <laughs> shit. I also just feel like he would almost intentionally do shit like that. Well, that's what oh, we can go. Okay. On, we can go on. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. In the, next, in the next section, yeah, I'll I'll, uh, I'll retract this this one thing. Okay. But uh, <laughs> it, it just it stood out to me because it's it's what you try to avoid doing in film for the most part. Oh yeah. Um, but no, it's it's masterfully done. It's all done really well. My my biggest thing. Is I've never wielded a cooked leg of lamb, but <laughs> is that a viable clubbing weapon? I mean, it looks well done, right? And like after you cook it, it's even lighter. So she yeah. had to swing the fuck out of that thing to kill Bev's, any lady. Bev's been hitting the gym, man. Maybe she's just got <laughs> yeah. It's maybe her guns are doing all the work, and that lamb bone isn't and this doing is a much. Completely ridiculous nitpick, but like, and it's it's a smart. It's like the icicle as the weapon. You know, because the dog's going to eat it and it's going to disappear. So yeah. it's a great murder weapon. But how hard would you have to swing a cooked leg of lamb <laughs> to take someone hard. out? I also like yeah. that from that scene, you get Chekhov's uh, kitchen knife. Yeah. Yeah. Because like she just takes it and then she ends up using it to slash Scotty's soft top on his car. <laughs> Better put on your seatbelt, young man. <laughs> yeah. I, didn't, I, didn't write, I didn't know where to write this down, but that I don't know how they did that stunt, but it looked fucking real. I didn't even it, think it about looked that. like Kathleen Turner was actually throwing a knife through the top of that car, and he's still in the car. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know how they avoided hitting. <laughs> oh god, uh, not Will Wheaton. Not but, not Will Wheaton. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet Jesus! After watching it again today, I, I looked at it. I was like, "How did they do that stunt?" Because and it's a John Waters film. They don't do stunts. So no, 
they just did it, I think. Yeah, I think it was. All right, uh, don't stab him and action. Because she, yeah. like, she has to reach far enough to stab past him. So the knife comes between the camera and Scotty. And then around his head without knowing where his head is in the car. She's I'm scared now. Mark the top like, with Sharpie's stab here. Maybe. Yeah, know. and it's got to be like a don't move but react kind yeah. of thing. Uh, and yeah, and Scotty's like moving around in the car. Yeah. yeah. Jesus. I uh, I don't want to piss her off now. Mm-mm. No, no. Um, anything else? No, nah, I think we're ready for another little break. Yeah, let's take an ad break. And we're back going into Act 3, uh, Awards and Categories. Uh, so... Who won the movie? Oh, it's easy. Kathleen Turner. Kathleen Turner. Yeah. All right, cool. You can't take your eyes <laughs> off her. Moving right along. Yeah, she's had so much goddamn. Yeah. Uh, my new band name. A, uh, a memorable quote or reference that would make a cool, edgy band name. And what uh, genre would it be? I have uh, No Woman Wood is the name of the band, which I think is just a badass name for a band. Um, it's a line said by the cops after uh, when they're first confronting Beverly um, about the salacious notes and phone calls. Right. And it's like, oh, yeah. Did, will you read today. this note, ma'am? And she looks at it and it just says something like, um, like your pussy is mine or something, something vile <laughs> yeah, like was... that. Or like, I'm going to get your pussy or something weird. I can't remember the exact note. And she just looks at it and then is like, oh, officer, I can't. I can't say that word. And then the cop's like, okay, you didn't do it. And he takes the note away from her. And he's like, no woman would. Yeah. <laughs> but, so, uh, no, so wholesome. Exactly. No woman would would definitely be like a Riot girl style, like punk alt rock band a la L7 or something in that vein, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. Taylor? Yeah. It, same genre, because I feel like it's only fitting here. Um, <laughs> Mint Jelly Menopause is Ooh. the band name I came up with. The the Mint Jelly and the Lamb Sandwich, which was so green. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and John, at some, yeah I was yeah. going to say really quick, John Waters loves to make you not like food. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the green jelly, the chicken eating scene oh, when yeah. she murders the neighbors. Like, oh, God. Oh, yeah. Like, just like, never have I wanted to not have roasted chicken again <laughs> in my life. Like, it's just like, oh. I've got uh, Killer Pee Wee Herman doll, and it is a is a gore metal band. So cool. That's what I got. I love that Pee Wee Herman doll. I I want it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I'm gonna throw in a bonus one then, just because you mentioned that. Um, it's my favorite line in the whole um, flea market scene, <laughs> and it's no uh, some guy walks up to Ricky Lake's Lake's booth, and he's like fucking Don Knotts and he just like <laughs> buys a weird a really bad hand, painted really bad hand painted picture of Don Knotts and I think fucking Don Knotts would just be yeah just like a bad local throwaway punk band that have only rehearsed twice there you go yeah yeah. they play that's one a, show at like open mic and then that's their career let's add that to the list yeah I feel like in our weird little nostalgia killers universe that painting was painted by Enid I yes yeah yeah, yeah very much a, a ghost world yeah connection there uh did anybody get uh an alternate movie title for 2023 I fucking lo- I don't know serial mom just sticks it's good um the only thing I came up with is uh stay at home maniac right I thought that was kind of cute but it's like it doesn't need one dude like ah yeah this is a uh... Well, it's the term damp squib. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The uh, the Roger Deakins Would Be Proud Award for Cinematography. I have two. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cool. I have, uh, and I'm going to use the right word because I didn't use the right word. Uh, during you better the, fucking get it right. I know, right? I went to fucking film school. Jesus Christ. The tilt into the window um, when Chip and Birdie are spying on Beverly. Mm-hmm. And it's like a perfect tilt up to watching the leg lamb get smacked on the back of the woman's head. <laughs> um, and then also, yeah, no, again, we put a pin in it earlier. I'll put, we'll talk about it in a moment, but talking about cinematography. Um, the blood feast heart rip out scene, which, you know, you mentioned she rewatches that right. over again with her son lovingly. Like, oh, hun, <laughs> rewind it again. That's <laughs> <Yeah>. so fun. <laughs> um, yeah, the heart gets ripped out of the chest and you see like the gory beating heart for like half a second. And then that's a match cut to them slicing the overly ketchup to meatloaf. Oh, that's true. Yep. Very yeah. nice. That's the only I thought one that was I wrote down. One. <clears throat> yeah. Did you get anything else, Taylor? No, that was... Yeah. Right on. Uh, for me, uh, I was trying to pick pick stuff out, and then I remembered just how run and gun guerrilla style John Waters films. So there's like nothing super spectacular in this film, but then I watched it again and I found a couple. So there's uh, in addition to yours, which I love, at the uh, swap meet or the flea market after Beverly sees Carl with um, Tracy Lords because she doesn't get a name in the movie. Mm-hmm. But she she takes up the poker and she starts stalking them through the crowd. And there's like, it's following Kathleen Turner and there's like a bunch of people wiping across the screen. Yeah, that's a brilliant shot. Um, really, really good. And then um, <laughs> it's it, it's kind of a, a pun and a joke, but the glory hole at, at the same, at the <laughs> oh, same yeah. scene. Like you, like you can see. <laughs> also, I love John Waters' mind. Like what fucking like antique swap meet like has a glory hole like it's like and he's like oh yeah you know like all the filthy this perverts is, at the flea market just you know like yeah and this is before the internet this is no. before people even knew what a glory hole i know was. it's the thing it's like and it's like it's a well-formed glory hole oh it's yeah like, no that a, thing is like welded out it. like yeah. that is a metal bathroom stall door someone yeah someone came with tools to it's, build it's, that it's painted over too so exactly it's, it's been there forever yeah <laughs> Um, that's all I got for uh, for that one. Um, I have uh, one special insert one. Uh, person in the wrong movie. We'll we'll change the name for this later. But uh, at the same in the same scene, the guy who buys the Pee Wee Herman doll. Yeah. Oh yeah. Has inexplicable character development. <laughs> I really I was like, is this someone important? Is this a cameo? Should yeah. I know who this person is? Is uh, New York money good for you? I know. Yeah. I love that line. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Uh, yeah, just that just that line of dialogue tells you everything you need everything. to know about this man. It's yep. so good. Yep, he's he's dressed in a pinstripe suit, got the toothpick yep. and the slick back hair. Uh, he's he's mob trash, but yeah. buying a P. Herman doll. Mob trash. Um, the uh, Hans Gruber Deathfall Award. So this this will take place for the uh, what's your favorite kill scene in this? Uh... Yeah, for me it's a tie. But sorry, go ahead, Taylor. You oh, wait, you're uh, ready. Uh, nope. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> For me, it's yeah, it's a tie between Carl getting stabbed in the back and having his liver ripped out, mm-hmm. and then uh, the, the fucking leg of lamb. Like it's yeah. so good. I have to go with the fire poker just because it's more visceral. Sure. And again, putting a pin in it's something I want to talk about in a second. All right. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just trying. I keep saying it because I don't want to forget personally. Oh, oh yeah. Um, but yeah, I have to go with that because it's just so well done. I um, it's Mr. Stubbins for me. The teacher gets run over. Oh yeah, because it was so unexpected. That was like that was the first kill in, yeah. the, in the movie, and I was like, you know, after after going like, okay, that's what this is film. This film is, and then oh, she's actually gonna go around killing people. <laughs> yeah, she's 
She's uh, very guilty of all of this. There's no suspicion. Yeah. Yep. Yep. yeah so that's uh, that's the one for me. Uh, controversial hot take. I uh, I couldn't. That's not necessarily a hot take, but uh, aside from the murders, Beverly is a great wife and mom. Um, I love how supportive she is to her children. Like she's always there for them and willing to go to bat for them, even when it's like literally taking a bat to somebody. Um, But it's a two way street. Like the same goes for the family. Like they find out that she's a cold blooded murderer. They don't turn her in. They don't like question her as a human. They're just like, oh, God, like our mom, my wife, she needs help. Like it's and they just actively try to protect her. It's just like the most loving family unit. Yeah, I think the the husband does that, but the kids are actually trying to make money off her. Yeah, but still, but it's also like they're still protecting her. You're right. Yeah, and they're they're kids. You know, it's like oh, cool mom. Like <laughs> <laughs> we can capitalize on this. Like uh, what's his name? Scotty's brother comes and like hits. Uh, chip in the face. Yeah. Chip doesn't fight back. He's like, oh, shit. Have you signed off yet? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> have, you gone, have you gone on contract? It's just blowing up, dude. Um, and then, yeah, I guess not a hot take, but I guess it's a way to like kind of get back to my pin. Uh-huh. Um, not a category yet, but, you know, working on these categories. Um, I'm going to call it uh, putting a toe in the deep end of the pool. Oh. Taking a look at like deeper meanings in this movie and something that the filmmakers actually trying to explore and say. Mm-hmm. A reoccurring thing that I picked up on is John Waters is making a statement, not a, like he's not like beating you over the head with it, but he's making a statement throughout this movie that films and entertainment and music, video games, all that stuff, they don't contribute to violence. Sure. Because you've got Chip who's like a gore hound and like completely, you know, all he wants to do is watch freaking trauma movies and like people's heads explode and mm-hmm. old horror movies and whatnot. Yeah. He's like mortified when he finds like when he actually encounters anything Um, and then getting back to the uh, lamb beating scene. Birdie is like, oh, you know, she's all like, oh, my God, it's so cool. It's almost kind of hot. Your mom's a killer. This is so fun. She looks in the window and she says, it's brown. Yeah. And Chip's like, what are you talking about? She's like, the blood. It's brown. It's not movie blood. It's not movie blood. This is real. Your mom is a murderer. This is sick. I don't want to have anything to do with this anymore. Yeah. And uh, just having that be a thing yeah. that like a statement that he's trying to make. And then again, going back to the liver scene too, like you have that bit where Kathleen Turner and Chip are having that bonding moment watching Blood Feast. And it's like, oh my God, look at him rip that sheep's tongue out of that guy's <laughs> mouth. And then like, oh, he's going to take the heart out now. Yeah. And then when Beverly kills uh, someone, you know, granted, she's a murderer. She's not like completely inhuman though she sees the liver and is just like oh that's fucking disgusting this is awful yeah this is unacceptable that movie i watched last night incredible want to see it again yeah. never want to see a human liver as long as i live so i think that's kind of fun that he puts that in here right on yeah i agree yeah uh time for another spider-man award uh does this movie need a remake it does Reboot. not. No. Fuck no. No. I would say <laughs> but just watch it is, again. This is a perfect piece of history. It's a perfect piece of history. I don't think it needs a remake. I think you could have fun with like a in the vein of like an inspired oh, by. Oh, for sure, yeah. sure. Um, I I had like a pitch for that. Um, you could make the kids younger, and like if you wanted to update it, you would have uh Beverly be like a mommy blogger who's knocking uh, off other TikTok moms. Oh. Yeah. And then like, if you did something like that too, you could get someone really fun in there um, to play the role of Beverly. Like I would love to see like a Florence Pugh 
in oh, that yeah. role or sure. like um you know i mean she's great in fucking everything yeah but also another like great in fucking everything would be aubrey plaza would just be perfect <laughs> yeah. yes as just like you know the very fake on the phone and like in her youtube clips and stuff and then it's like <sighs> all right this shit's exhausting you know and then it's like oh this bitch just like posted a video of her changing her like daughter and it got a million hits and like i'll show you a million hits you know <laughs> i think that would be fun well that's like a real life like I know, actually like a, scary thing because there's like a lot i mean it's horrible but like so many abusive parents like exploiting their children and mm-hmm. like oh, yeah. i mean that could really be like a a scary movie. <laughs> Could be scary, Mama, dig it. Yeah. All right, it's copyrighted. Whoever's listening to this, don't write it. I'm going to write it, okay? You can't do it. I, I said TM, it. TM, call TM. dibs. All right, the uh, the Be Kind, Please Rewind reward, award. Award? Reward. Award. Hey, it is a reward, all right? Uh, this one is. Exactly. Uh, good or bad, would you rewatch it, and would you recommend it to someone else who's never seen it? Oh, 100%. Yeah. I can't yeah. Thousand times wait over. to watch yep. it again. Yep. Watch it. And show people. Watch it. Rent it. Yeah. Please give John Waters money. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of Be Kind Rewind, this uh, this movie had a lot of nostalgic movie store scenes. I mean, that yes. was like so, that's but, always so that's nice. That's one bit of trivia we didn't really cover. That's that's actually John Waters' hometown video store. Really? Yeah. Oh, I love that. Because he's, he's from Baltimore and he's yeah. like, he loves that area. Oh, yeah. That's great. I miss them. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was really sad when we lost our last one. I know. We were actually going to go do a podcast there. Yeah. That was like an idea that we had, and it was just like it was, oh, was going to be our video background to be in the video store. It's Damn. gone now. It was like four years ago, man. Yeah, We're, we should be faster at things. <laughs> uh, which you know, it's another lesson. <laughs> We're doing it. We're doing it now. Exactly. Um, I'm going to slip another. Go for it. Award category in really quick. Um, this might be just for this film. Uh, the Master of Monikers Award. Oh yeah. To Mr. John Waters himself. Um. I love his fucking character names in every movie. Uh, but this one has three just um, so good. Uh, Dottie Hinkle, Great. who ends up being a real person, it turns out, which is crazy. <laughs> Marvin Pickles, who's mm-hmm. the peeper. Yep. And then uh, her attorney, who she dismisses, is Timothy Naselrod. Oh, yeah. wow. I, was, I didn't catch that. I was tripped up on Sutfin. I've never heard that Sutfin. name yeah, before. That too. Yeah, that too. That was like, every time someone said it, it was like, huh? That's fun. Yeah, you're very right. Is uh, John Waters' characters are have uh, very Baltimore names, Yeah, I would say. Very East Coast. The uh, Neil Breen Struggle for Relevance Award. Are this movie and its themes still relevant today? I would say yes. I say yeah. yeah. Uh, I think the only thing that's not relevant is Susan Summers yeah. and being excited oh, about sure. her being cast. <laughs> wow. But that's like, you know... Yeah, That's yeah. just, you know, sign of the times kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Um, no, I think this, yeah, you're right. But this still this still stands as a perfect satire of American culture. Probably yeah. more so now. Even now, yeah. Yeah, because just true crime being just growing, especially with podcasting. I mean, I, that, I know that's what I listen to. Like, <laughs> people who wouldn't normally be into it are now into that. And, like, mm-hmm. she was, you know, she had all her, her books, you know? Yep. Yeah. All right. The uh, rainy day pairing. The best double feature for this movie while under a blanket at home with snacks. I have two options. You only get one. Okay, fine. No, you have two. Okay. (laughs) Uh, I was going to say, if you want to go like just for like kind of fun and theme and whatnot, um, you could do this with Death Becomes Her. Oh, nice. I think that would be a good one, especially because they're both like on the same level of camp. For sure. 
And they're definitely kind of in, if, as far as John Waters is concerned, this is definitely on the more innocent level of camp for him. Yeah. yeah. And then if you want to do a John Waters double feature, but not be like, oh, we're going to follow this with female trouble. <laughs> See how that goes. <laughs> um, <laughs> you could do this with Pecker. Yes. I think that would be perfect. This is like around That's the same era, too. That's a great double feature. Yes. Yeah. That's, I think, my favorite John Waters movie is Pecker. I love that movie. Right on. What'd you have, Taylor? Um, I wrote down Butcher Baker Nightmare Maker. Have have I either of you seen this film? Have not. I have not. Um, well, it's not. I I watched it originally on Shutter, and I don't. It's not on there anymore. I checked. Okay. Um, and also apparently it goes by another name, which I, I didn't know, called Night Warning. Um, but. So and, and I are both staring at Taylor with confused faces it, for our audience. It's a it's a horror movie. It's um with Susan Tyrell, who's a John Waters actress. She was in Crybaby. She plays the mom. Um, and she plays, I think, and rather than a mother. Okay, so bear with me. I'm, I feel like anyone listening who <laughs> knows this movie and loves this movie is gonna be like, this bitch doesn't know what she's fucking talking about. But <laughs> it's been so long since I've seen this movie. But there is just like weird. She's like a, a I think she's an aunt rather than a mother. But you know, mm-hmm. it's like a murderous and very I don't know why I thought of this movie, but just like that parental figure being psychotic and uh. creepy. And uh, I thought the two would be fun together because it's definitely a silly slasher, but For also sure. eerie. Yeah. What's the first name of it? Butcher Baker? Butcher Baker Nightmare Maker. All right. That's an awesome title. I know. It's an yeah. amazing Fucking title. Amazing I don't title. know why Night Warning is all of a sudden that like when you Google it, that's what comes up. And I'm like, what Who else the could fuck? have had the first one to make them change that? That's so original. Like. Wow. Let's have a I'm movie go check night. That out. Yeah. Let's watch it. Fucking A. <laughs> uh, for me, I have a very fond memory of, of rewatching Serial Mom at a very specific time in my life where I also, where it was, it was Netflix and the DVDs that you order through mail. And that very same night that I watched Serial Mom, I also had But I'm a Cheerleader. Oh, that would be a really good <gasps> pairing, Real actually. That's, and that, that night, that, that was a, like a perfect day for, for movie watching. Yeah. Those two movies back to back. Yes, I loved it. Aww. And yes, it's on the list. We're, okay, we're, good. We're Hell yeah. I was, say, I was kind of giving you like, can we daddy? I feel like I do this every time. And then you're like, yes, we're, you're a grown man. And you are, we can just do whatever movies we want to do. You have access to the list. You can change exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Very good. The uh, Sonic Death Monkey top five. Um, and a bit a bit ironic for, for this movie because the, uh, the band Sonic Death Monkey was had its name changed to Kathleen Turner Overdrive right before they went on. Did you ever watch High Fidelity? Long time ago. Do you remember remember this game where they're like name your top five songs that you have like sentimental attachment to you or top five favorite albums of all time? Go yeah, oh, like God. that kind of thing. I hate that kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no I always I freeze up. I'm just like oh, I've yeah, never no, listened no to music in like, my life. What are you talking, talking about? We're talking about this earlier where this is like <laughs> really hard to do with movies. Oh, with songs they're like such song nerds. And it's all like, there's no right answer. That's the best part. It's all about what are you feeling right now? But in the movie, the the band, Jack Black's band's name is Sonic Death Monkey. And then right before they sing, they change their name to Kathleen Turner Overdrive. And Kathleen Turner is the, in this film. So yeah. it's just. Nice. It's how, how the category came about. And yeah, I'll probably cut this out. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> what are your top five all time movies that show the seedy underbelly of suburban life? Oh, and since you hated Taylor, what's, uh, what did you come up with? 
I didn't. Well, you don't I didn't, have to. It's totally, totally like. You I didn't know, know this was a thing. I didn't nope. think about it at all. Don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, me, and, me and Chuck even <laughs> talked about it before you got here. So it's like we cheated anyways. Yeah, so. I was like, I was like, ah, oh, fuck! You put something on the list. I was like, oh, damn it! And I was like, ah, uh, that's the only question I didn't answer. And I was like freaking out a little bit. And then he's like, it's cool, man. Take a breath. I'm gonna be yeah. so mad because like, I'm gonna go internet. home and I'm gonna be like this movie and that movie and this movie. <laughs> well, that's that's the idea I love with it. Yeah. Is that it gets you thinking about other films and like the last ten shows we've done, I've forgotten people's names who are in the movie we're talking about. So I'm trying to like <laughs> keep my memory thing going, trying to get some exercises or whatever. This is this is the thing. Like I could think about a ton of movies that relate to this. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know Chuck's got some. I know I've got some too. So uh, from from five to one, Chuck, what do you got? All right. So from five to one, Dennis the Menace oh, is number five. Is. All right. Uh, just because it's so fun and it is like. And that, was that with the. Walter Matthau? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I like that. One. And like you see the seedy underbelly in the sense that like, and this is, we should do this movie. Um, I, I don't it's pretty it. fucking yeah. problematic with the homeless drifter guy who's yeah, like, yeah. you know, it's like it don't is. trust anyone who's poor really kind don't. of vibe. Yeah, uh, but, I really don't remember this movie then. But yeah, Dennis almost gets uh, filleted by a like creepy child abductor essentially played by uh, Christopher Lee, right? Or uh, not Christopher Lee. Lloyd. Uh, Lloyd. L- Christopher Lloyd. There we go. I was like searching. I was like. Back yeah. to the future guy? Yeah. 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 Marty, I'm gonna come and get you like a fish. Yeah. <laughs> um, number four would be Society. Yes. <gasps> Sorry. No, I know. I love Society too. I, I want. I'm so excited. We should do Society. I've never seen it. Uh, it is so good. It is a fucking cocaine-addled like fever dream of an '80s movie. Okay. Um, it's like yeah, it's like a masterclass in body horror stuff. Oh. Um, if people, anyone knows what this movie is. It, it, people mainly know it for like the horrific spoiler alert horrific um conjoining orgy thing that happens at the end of it basically that's kind of what people like go to but i'm getting less excited about this okay <laughs> i lost you all right we'll bring it back um but no and then it's like yeah it's about basically just not being able to trust your neighbors and your closest okay. friends and it's you know it's basically a story about not being heard too because it's like the young man is like just kind of it's like a boy who cried wolf kind of scenario where he's like, this is happening. This is happening. And everyone's like, you're insane. Right. Knock it off. Okay. Um, number three is easy. It's the burbs. All right. Yeah. Uh, it's not my favorite version of a uh, rear window, but it's pretty fucking fun for yeah. a rear window riff. Yeah. Um, number two, we talked about this right before we started recording, uh, Vivarium. Mm-hmm. I've never seen it. Oh, it's so good. It's a sci-fi movie with, um, Poor man's Michael Sarah Eisenberg. Eisenberg, yeah, oh. Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> Which actually, Jesse Eisenberg's probably a better actor than Michael Sarah. But I just—that's how I always will think of him. Like, cause they, they just, you know, yeah. It's like uh, Pixar versus DreamWorks. It's that kind of thing. It's like, uh, which one are we going with? Um, it's a, it's a married couple, or were they married? I don't remember. Either either married or a young couple who are moving. Either way, they're together. They're like looking to move into a home together, and they move into this uh, like house in this suburb. And it's like, they can't escape. And by that, I mean, they can't escape the neighborhood. It's like, it's like the Matrix. It just goes on forever. Yeah, this neighborhood goes on forever. So it's like, they move in, and then it's like, okay, cool. Oh, well, I'm going to like go to work, hon. Like, I love you. I'll see you later. And then it's like, I never made it to work because I just kept turning left. Ew. And it was more houses and more this mm-hmm. and more that. And then all of a sudden, I was just back home. And uh, it just like, it was, it's on a level of like, it's like a Charlie Kaufman, uh, like, yeah level of just kind of like very deep psychosis like fever dream shit it's and so fucking fun and then, yeah there's fun funny stuff in it too like there's, oh, there yeah. are some jokes that are like 
you know, cause you're, you're laughing cause you're fucked. Yeah. You're like kind of deal. Like it is but good. It's so good. Um, I don't know where it's streaming or anything, but it's so fucking good. Yeah. It's worth watching. It was also, I will say this, uh, stop, stop, uh, going on about it. Yeah. I watched it during uh, hardcore, <laughs> hardcore lockdown, like yeah, hardcore same. shutdown oh, pandemic oh, time. At the beginning, yeah. I felt so... I had never been so affected by a horror movie. I felt so nauseous and sick and sad because yeah. I was like, oh, this was like also, this was pre-vaccine day. So I was like... We were, still, we were still watching everything. Yeah, I'm in yeah. Vivarium. Yeah. This yeah. is it. This is my life now. <sighs> yeah. And it was it, the film didn't do because do it because of the pandemic. It just happened to come out. Oh, right it was just right like before. horrific timing on their part. Like yeah. I came out. I think it's like a 2019 movie or something uh-huh. like that. So it it's is like, exactly. Yep. And then number one, because you can't talk CD underbellies of suburban life without the Holy Grail. Uh, maybe we'll do this movie soon so we can actually do a like an actual um, like <laughs> art film that we can critique uh-huh. and like learn something from. Blue Velvet, man. Ah, uh, there you go. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's Love so it. good. It's like ah. I, know, I might be my your, favorite Lynch. I know that's your favorite. Yeah, we, yeah. Every project we work on is just something to do with Blue Velvet. Yeah. It's Blue back. Velvet and exactly. P.B. Herman. Or, yeah. yeah. So it's like, what if Frank Booth was a puppet? <laughs> God damn it, Chuck. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right on. It's a good list, man. I love it. Thank you. Uh, for me, I got, for number five, and we, we talked about whether or not we could pick the film that we're actually talking about, but I got Serial Mom. Was number, oh, yeah. Number five. Uh, number four. I don't think a lot of people saw this, but Suburbicon. No. No, I don't know what this is. Matt Damon, um, Isaac, what's his oh, name? Oh, wait. The name is coming. Oh, wait. Is it like a, and I'm not trying to like knock your opinion of the movie or anything. Fuck you, man. I know, exactly. I'm not trying to hurt feelings. <laughs> it kind of plays almost like a knockoff Coen Brothers movie. Is that the? It was written by the Coen Brothers. Okay. Um, directed by uh, George Clooney. Okay, I have seen this. This movie kicks ass, actually. Yeah, this is a great movie. It. it is. I've never been so... I mean, Matt Damon is what he is, but like, I've never been like uh, petrified you know, by performance. Like, I, like I, at the end, when that little kid is watching his dad tell him, you know, I'm going to tell the cops you, you just didn't make it. Yeah. Oh, oh I want to watch that again. That was like a... Yeah. That movie, and not trying to steal your thunder, but that movie was like a literal... Uh, it's a mundane day. It's like raining. Do you want to go to the movies? Sure. What do you want to see? I don't know. Nothing's playing. And then like, what's Suburbica? Like, yeah. oh yeah, I remember seeing a trailer for that. Fuck it's it. I've got name. $5. Yeah. And just being like, oh, yeah, this was a hell of a decision. This is great. And I, I can't, I can't decide. I want to talk to, I want to talk about the film. I want to talk to more people about it because it, it gets into race and it's like 1960s people's rights, things like that. And I think it's an actually an important film. I think it's actually says something Really, really deep and important. I just can't really vocalize it and say what it is. I don't think I have the the education for it, but I think it is really important, and that's that's why it's I like it. Um, number three, uh, Edward Scissorhands. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. That's just a classic. Um, it's everything's cookie cutter, but everybody's fucking insane. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, number two, The Burbs. Yeah, it's got to be on Great. there. Uh, number one for me, American Beauty. Yeah, I thought about it and I was like. I haven't visited it since uh, it's, it's difficult the Spacey to, Times. It's difficult to choose things with Spacey in it, but I think that that movie is its own art piece, and, and it was certainly held up for that, you know, when it was out and, yeah. and after that. But yeah, that's my top five. And uh, we'll move on to the epilogue, the verdicts. I think we all know. All, yeah. It's... Uh, we, do, we, do we let it live? Do we monitor or do we, do we kill it? 
for, we, for nostalgia's purposes. We let it live it and we like build. We, uh, we champion this thing. Exactly. Yeah. I was going to say, we build statues to yes. it. So people are like, what is that? And it's like, oh, this is cereal, mom. We, we hide children. We go to the video store and knock the other videos off the shelf and put other copies of cereal mom in there. Exactly. Yeah. Awesome. Well, that's that's it for this uh, wonderful, wonderful new format episode of Nostalgia Killers. Yay. Do you have any shows going on, Taylor? Are you? Uh, no. Really? I mean, ne- next, I'm going to start rehearsals in December for oh, a wow. show. <laughs> but that's, good, that's good not going to happen until next okay. year. Um, thanks for introducing me to this fantastic movie. Oh, yeah. 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 This is, uh, I, I love, I, I hope everyone else, you know, in the show watches it too. Because yeah. it's like. No, this is this like one of those. needs to be seen. Yeah. If I, I don't have a pluggable other than like, go watch yeah, Serial Mom. That's, that's go watch pluggable. it. It's great. so fucking good. It's, it's like, I think it's two ninety nine right now on YouTube yep. or something like that. It's like, dude, just go watch it. Watch so it with good. your mom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Take watch, your mama out. Sit down with your parents and watch the sex scenes. It's, uh, it's thrilling. Do it. <laughs> yeah, they're tame for a John Waters movie. They are. They're yeah. very much tame. You yeah. could sit mom it's down so and watch Pink Flamingos. There is no nudity. There's no... Um, is this a fucking PG-13 Have movie? Either of you... Oh. It's rated R. Is it oh, R? it is. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah, okay. all the blood. Yeah. Um, and like they say pussy like a hundred times. Sure. And, yeah, know. I guess so. Okay. Oh, no, no. I'm just saying like I'm not... I'm, I think you should be able to say that word as much as you'd like, uh, especially if you have I don't, one. I don't, I don't think that's but one of the words, though. It's not one of the words that they censor super hard for an R-rated movie? I don't know. I'm not, yeah. Okay, I, I don't, there's I don't like, know enough. fuck a few times. Yeah, there's cocksucker, there's too. Oh, cocksucker. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what's up, demonetization? This is Chuck Starzynski here. Speaking of demonetization. Um, uh, yeah. If you are not a Patreon subscriber. Um, and you're not because we know because there's only two. Sorry. That's okay. Um, Am I one of them? Uh, I don't know. Are you? Oh, if Did you're you? not, then are there's there three? three now. Are there three? Oh, shit. I haven't looked. <laughs> you, um, you did, right? I think so, yeah. Okay, yeah. Those three. But thank you for listening. Have yes. you considered uh, giving us money so we can do this in a more professional setting with more microphones, more guests? Uh, we could clear some stuff, too. You know, do you guys like, I mean, the baseline and stuff at the beginning that Luke laid down is beautiful. Don't get me wrong. But, like, we could hire a band. We could do all kinds of crazy stuff if you guys gave us money. Um, also, you know, hey, if you subscribe to Patreon, there's, you get stuff. You get uh, unlockable things like, uh, you know, fun after show and pre-show bits. Uh, we're also looking at, you know, doing some like stickers, shirts, all kinds of fun stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Check out our Patreon. Uh, Check out our Patreon. Support the almost arts. Yeah. <laughs> and you can listen to us uh, everywhere. There's links on our website, nostalgicillers.com. Yeah. You name a platform, you can stream us on it. We are on it. Uh, we'll be going on. We're already on YouTube, but YouTube is already starting, also starting a podcast section. Oh. We need to get hooked up in there. Let's do that. So yeah, we need to be uh, cover everything. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Should start just uploading illegal uh, rips of our podcast onto like <laughs> random seating sites, like Pirate Bay and stuff, so it can be literally on everything. There you go. Yeah. There you go. That's how to do it. Um, I think for next week we're going to try to do 40 Days and 40 Nights. Holy fuck. Yeah. Uh, with uh, Robert Neguesco. Um, that'll be fun. Uh, but uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting us. Um, I have been Luke Lone. I have been Chuck Starzynski. And thanks for having me. I'm Taylor Diffenderson. <laughs> and we have been the Nostalgia Killers. Bang, bang. Bang, bang.